Multicolored lights and sounds A world of adventure and heroes galore It's truly outrageous when we yell Thundercats ho Autobots roll out and yell Yo-Jo Both feet and legs and do the Mario Get into a Care Bear stare and go-go gadget ears Excuse me princess, it's time for Totally Radical, Totally Radical, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast! Hello and welcome everyone, welcome back for an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. We are the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of the glorious insanity there is. My name is Randy, I am your host on this journey, and as always, I am joined by my friend and my co-host, Phil. Phil, how you doing today, brother? What is going on, you beautiful and sexy, stankin'-ass people? Love you guys, <laughs> I'm glad you all stuck around. It's been crazy, man, with everything going on right now, it's, um, you guys sticking with us? We Trust me, we appreciate that. Uh, we are here to entertain you once again for another week, uh... Of course, before we get into the episode today, of course, got to let you know that Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Go to geekworldorder.com for all the latest and greatest geeky media coming your way. Of course, we're on social media, at Geek World Order. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, at Geek World Order. Facebook, of course, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast and Geek World Order both have their own pages. Uh, of course, please um, subscribe to the podcast, give us a like, give us the text review, give us the five stars, the heart react. Uh, we're on all the major pla- uh, the major podcast platforms. Uh, just search us and you'll find us uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and today, uh, once again, we are fighting crime in a future time. Uh, we are going back to the <laughs> world of cops. You gotta love that theme song, though, dude. Oh, dude, that theme song uh, is like just. Dude, rip. that intro, that animation of the intro, though. Come on, dude, that is like every '80s cartoon intro. Yes, like they the spend an- the they spend the most on that intro, and it is fantastic. They're like, yeah, once the intro is done and they have you, they're like, all right, we can just go. Yeah, cops. And you're a kid, and you're like. Fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh boy. Can't, you can't tell your parents, but yeah. And yes, uh, today we are looking at the episode entitled The Case of the Red Hot Hoodlum. And It's not a prostitute, I promise you. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, buddy. <laughs> and from exciting intro with stunning animation, we go to... Uh, we go to our villain, who is known as Rock Crusher. And he just stops his van. Like, he just, like, uses his jackhammer to, like, uh, trap this van with, like, oh, street. Yeah. And bro. He, yeah, he thought this van was an armored car, so he thought there was going to be yeah. money in there. Dude. Yeah, no. <clears throat> Dude, these criminals in this series are Duh. dumb. That's how he sounds. <laughs> Die, I'm a cow. Oh man. Like intelligence wise, this guy he's definitely he's somehow dumber than Berserko. He's got an underbite, overbite, cliff chin, all that shit. He's got like a weird cone shaped head. <laughs> and he still wears his prison hat. <laughs> Die I'm a cow. Got a guy from Looney. So he sounds like Pete. What's the lion Pete from Looney Tunes? Oh, I have no clue. <laughs> it's, it's old, dude. So this is the guy in the van. This may be is the that... worst voice acting ever. That wasn't Peter Venkman, was it? I don't think so. I guess I'm gonna leave. <laughs> it's like, like he dude, just was so monotone. It just sucked. Like, was this guy was just the, like, was this guy like a union actor just coming in I and getting his paycheck? I'm not going anywhere. I guess I'm gonna leave. Dude, it was so monotone. He's like, I was like, um, okay, 
I'm being robbed. Okay. You work for a union, don't you? Right. <laughs> Seriously, he didn't care. He was getting as paid as by the job. Check, dude. He's he like, didn't care. He's like, um, can we do another take? Nah, man, I'm just, I'm getting paid by the job, so job's done. Yeah, Bye. No, I'm gonna go home to my family. So yeah, so uh, Rock Crusher is a uh, very disappointed. There is no loot in this truck. Nope. Just this weird looking suit. So he's like, he, oh, I'm going to try it on. He got a little curious. Yeah. Uh, so we flash forward to the cop's headquarters. And um, Bulletproof has received a call from a uh, military officer policeman known as Checkpoint. And he basically Ooh. checkpoints like, hey, we were kind of expecting this van to show up, and it never did. Yeah. Poor checkpoint, man. Yeah. I felt for him in this episode. Bruh. He, he the, the guilt. Dude. Good God, man, the guilt. So he explains that the suit that uh, Rock Crusher has found is an experimental mining suit. Apparently, it's not that valuable. Mm -mm. Really? But caught in the wrong hands. And somehow this is like a government project? Right. It's Cause... not that valuable, but the destructive properties of this freaking suit. Right. And so, <laughs> yeah, Checkpoint kind of takes responsibility Sheesh. here because this was kind of his project. And he was yeah. in charge of making sure that thing got safely to the drop point. Uh, I'm kind of glad I, like, I somehow picked this by accident. Uh, but it this does feature a... this character of Checkpoint, um, which we'd mentioned before. Um, a lot of the file cards for the cop toys, uh, were written by Larry Hama, who also oh. did a lot of writing for GI Joe. Nice. And it's funny, like in checkpoint you can kind of hear a little southern alabama accent because according to his file card oh snap his his legal name is uh wayne sneeden the third um larry hama oh, shit. and there's a mention on his file card about his father being a government operative in a top mission force um, there's a G.I. Joe character whose file code, whose file name is Wayne R. Sneeden. Stop it. Beachhead. Are you freaking serious? Yes. What? So basically they're alluding that this, that checkpoint is the son of Beachhead. This is where you're the captain. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you freaking serious? And... It's not the same voice actor, but there's enough Holy in shit. there's enough in Checkpoint's accent that I'm like, I can believe he's related to Beachhead. Holy shit! Okay, all right. Yeah, playing the feud. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> wow. Yes, that is awesome. I love when these worlds come together. But right? dude, like looking at a like some of the cops toys they really look like a lot of similar construction to gi joe's they really do though like i was looking at some of these figures on ebay like they look like they have the o-ring construction and a lot of the same articulation I'm you know like, like i've oh, said wow. in previous episodes i've had a lot of, a lot of those toys like i was into all that shit i had a cardboard box full of freaking toys from I mean, 80s cartoons and honestly cops kind of comes off as something that could be in the same vein as gi joe seriously it's, it's a police force but everyone on that specific force is specifically picked and they have specific skill sets exactly but it was to that particular city not for nothing mm -hmm. but gi joe is like it's like way more vast, so right. It's like that 
it it could work. That could work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Cops is basically set like, you know, 20, 30 years in the future. Right. So it would be conceivable that uh, a concept like that, you know, might information might come out or it's made available Holy to law crap, enforcement man. that and they create their own special teams with that kind of structure. It's like, okay, you have this guy whose specialty is the dog handler. And right. You, you have hardtop. Apparently he's like a patrol oh, guy. Oh my god. He's Fucking hardtop. You have Longarm who's like a detention specialist <laughs> with right. his like freaking wrist cuffs. Let's um let's cycle back to hardtop. That is a rookie for your ass. Oh, that is that that is that gung ho rookie that just goes out and just does spontaneous shit and fucks himself up. Oh, we'll get to that. Whoo! We will get to that. Up. You dense son of a bitch. Uh, so, Hardtop and uh, Longarm are dispatched. Uh, so as they're getting to the scene here, Rock Crusher has the has the suit on. And then he finds its on switch and realizes um, this suit is on fire. But I feel ice cold. <laughs> yes, because it's... This fucking moron, dude. I swear, I cannot. Oh, this suit is on fire, but I feel ice cold. And this dude gets so hot, like, he literally melts through the van floor. <laughs> this episode is going to get really great, y'all. Yeah. So then he tries to grab his jackhammer. Nope, that melts too. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, starts walking towards the cops. And they just do, like, this crazy, insane J-turn maneuver. Yeah, they did this, like, drift thing, like, almost. And, and the... he was like, he was like, oh, shit! And they just, and like, cut blocked. through. Like, he cut straight through the car. Like, it's butter. Yep. Like, a couple the more inches, like, one way. butter, as they said. But, like, literally, like, a couple more inches, like, those two they would, would probably have probably been dead. <laughs> Seriously. Like, it melted the seats behind them. Like, they they could have died. It's like, bro. And he had no idea what he was doing. These 80s cartoons, man, they don't mess around with, like, they, people they, they almost they dying. Cut it, they cut it close. They cut it very close. Like, yeah, he was all about to die. And all he tried to do was block himself from getting hit by a car, a cop car. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Woo! So yeah, they try to pursue him. Uh, Longarm tries to apprehend him. Yeah. And, and the cuff just melts. The cuff just melts off his wrist, and he just like, he draws. He draws sad. it back in and looks at it. He's like. Oh. He is like legit sad. Yeah, he's upset. He's like, that's my signature move. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, he's kind Nothing. of useless without the power cuffs. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, oh, oh well, you don't have your power cuffs guy, anymore. Man. Um, Well, back to meter duty for you. Yeah, you're gonna monitor the people that don't pay their coins at the beach. So, yeah, so they, so Crusher is away. Uh, we're back at the cops' headquarters, and um, somebody makes a the bad pun of, well, we have a burning problem. Oh my god, the freaking one-liners in this goddamn episode, bruh. Seriously. Oh no, Th- there's one that we the will catchphrases. All this bullshit. <laughs> It pissed me off. Oh, there's one later in the episode we will very specifically discuss. I think I know what it was. (laughs) I'm pretty certain. Yeah. I am pretty certain. 
Yeah, it's going to involve bulletproof. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. we'll get to that. Yes. We'll get to that. Ooh, that was the best one, by the way. <laughs> this whole episode, bulletproof saying what he said was the best line. Whoo. Oh, man. Everything else was just like, ugh. Yeah, I didn't even write all of them down. Oh, dude. There were so many. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, I think at this point, uh, Checkpoint is actually at the cops headquarters now, providing additional backup. Uh, so, basically, you know, we learn about the suit and its uses. So basically, this thing was basically made to melt through solid rock and create tunnels mm-hmm. it's basically a miner suit yeah so they burn through solid rock and whatever else to burrow tunnels which to me didn't make sense mm-hmm. because when you're mining you have to put up support beams so mm-hmm. that the rocks don't collapse on top of you you're just gonna burn through everything Yep, just going to burn through and make a tunnel right there. Basically. Yeah, that uh, 80s cartoon science. It's like, you couldn't have told Bulletproof this the first time you called him? (laughs) No. It's like, all right, cool. We're going to just learn as we go. It's like, oh, my God. It reminds me of a scene from G.I. Joe the movie. This burns like when I pee. Uh, there's this a scene where, where uh, Cobra tries to break out Serpentor from the Joe prison. Um, but unfortunately, the alarm can't go off because some of the wires are, are cut. And it's like, all right, all right well, we got to go do this. Like, gung-ho, how you splicing? And he's just like, nothing like a little on-the-job training. <laughs> it's like this, bro this, this when i we're tell doing you being in the military that was like their catchphrase it was like nothing like a little on the job training <laughs> freaking ridiculous it's like uh how do i do my i job? imagine i imagine that being shipwrecks freaking catchphrase it's like um <laughs> seriously it's like, like how do i wow. do this uh well here's your tech manual you figure it out. There's your Basi- job training. That's basically it. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, I'm, create, they really could have used this information. You know, what they say is create a SOP. A what? A standard of procedures. Yeah. <laughs> I need to make this? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, so you're going to create it. It's fine. It's like, also, all right. It's also, there's no field manual on how to do this. We're going to need you to write the field manual as you go. Basically. But yeah, no, it's like, it, it, the cops really could have used this information about the mining suit, you know, before they went out the first time. Maybe they wouldn't have lost a car in the ensuing shuffle. Nah, let's just, nah, let's just go find this random van with this mining suit that we think isn't as powerful as it actually is. Uh, so they're kind of like, all right, so what do we do now? We need to find Crusher. It's like, oh, well, that doesn't take long. We have an alarm. There's a robber. There's a break-in at the Central City Bank. And he goes for the most obvious places. Right? Bruh, he, like, just walks right through the desk Hello, I'm here to take all the money. Pretty much. Like, dude, he walks right through the vault door. He just like, literally melts the freaking counter. A vault door. <laughs> Which, that vault door had to be like a good solid foot thick. Mm-hmm. He At just least. walks, he's like, okay, pardon me. But of course, um, he's also stupid. He's very stupid. He forgets the suit is still on. So he's burning the money. <laughs> yes. Like, he, I don't think he's figured out how to turn the suit off yet. 
He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, so the cops come in and they're like, oh, let's uh turn the fire hose on him. Bruh, this fire hose is completely ineffective. It's like this high pressure water is literally just turning to steam like before it even touches Crusher. Yeah, basically turn the bank into a big sauna. Yeah. And I think they made some kind <laughs> of one liner about it. Yeah, Bulletproof literally says stop it before you kill us in one big freaking sauna. Yeah. He didn't say freaking sauna, but you, you get the drift. It's getting steamy up in here, boys. He's like. He's like, look, stop. Stop before we all die from sauna. Exactly. <sighs> They're like, well, where did he go? Uh, maybe he went that way. You know, because there's a big hole in the wall shaped like him in the suit. <laughs> I'm guessing it's this way. Yeah, you think? Oh, and guess what idiot decides to run after him with no plan? Blockhead. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I mispronounce his name? <laughs> um, I'm, so, yes, um, well, I'm sorry, um, how do you pronounce his name? Uh, Shithid? Shithid? Oh, it's Shithead? Shithead. It's Shithid. Shithid. You done messed this... up, A.A. Ron. Oh, my God, dude. This guy is just overzealous, man. He is. Supremely overzealous. It's like, what are you doing? And Bulletproof is like, no, don't do that. Stop it. No. It's like, don't do the thing. I'm doing don't the thing. Do the bye. Thing. I'm going to do the thing. Watch me go do the thing. <laughs> so I guess at some point, um, Rock Crusher actually figured out how to turn off the suit. Because he's walking around and there's no flames on the suit now. So he's yep. figured out the on switch. Yeah, they do show that. Like, he he can, like, click it on and off. Yeah. Which I have a question about later. <laughs> oh, I think I might know where you're talking about this. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, and um, Hardtop is right on a bridge. Running towards Rock Crusher. So I guess what Rock Crusher decides to do. He actually does something smart. Yes, he did. He turns the suit on and just burns the bridge. Just... And the bridge starts to collapse. Oh, no. Downward. Hard... Oh, no. Hardtop's falling to his death. Oh, no. Ah! Will he die? Fucking blockhead. Is he going to die? Hopefully. Will, will he get saved at the last minute? Who knows? We'll have to we'll have to wait to find out because well, it's commercial time. Oh no. Uh, so we'll be back in just a moment, folks. <laughs> see you in a second. So wonderfully, wonderfully, and all that vitamin C, you're gonna love high C. There's enough high C for lunchtime and snack time with a high C nine pack. So pick up high C nine at a time and wrap up a great value in six great tasting high C flavors. You're gonna love high C. Red Lobster presents new seafood trios. Six new seafood trios, all irresistible. And with half of them priced at $6.95, it's just... One, two, three. Like broiled Boston bluefish, succulent scallops, and sizzling shrimp scampi in one delicious dish. And even a kid's trio at $1.95. One, two, three. New seafood trios, only for a few weeks, only at Red Lobster. Oh, there's lasagna with ricotta, which I really love a lot of. Pizza with pepperoni, mozzarella, no bologna. A gorgeous thing, creamy chicken a la king. Weight Watchers has 23 entrees. That's more deliciousness than anybody else. 23 including chicken sweet and sour, southern fried or cacciatore, spaghetti, ravioli, hamesiti, macaroni, this filet or fish or crackers. Oh, now what have I forgotten? Weight Watchers.
cultures. This is swimming. Burger King introduces chicken tenders, real fillets of all white meat chicken breasts, not formed bits and pieces of chicken like McNuggets, real chicken fillets. All right, and we are back. And um, so as we come back, uh, Hardtop is falling. D does he die? Nope. Un nope, he doesn't die. Because Longarm okay. has a new power cuff. Yeah, use your new power cuff. He's like, oh, oh yeah, uh. It's like, wow. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. That part actually pissed me off. It's like, wow. It's like, oh he, yeah. Oh like, my new cuff. It's like, wow. It's if like, he okay, didn't have Patrick. those power cuffs, he probably would just be on like permanent meter duty, wouldn't he? <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, hey, um, we outfitted you with new cuffs. Want to use those? Okay, SpongeBob, I guess so. Oh. So, how often do you think uh, Bulletproof just wants to go into his office and drink himself away? I couldn't say, but I can understand. <laughs> it's like... I just, like, imagine him opening up, like... A bottle of Jack and just pouring itself a shot. How much paperwork like, does, like, how much paperwork alone does Hardtop like cause this man? <laughs> Seriously, because you and know there's got to be like he had the nerve. I know we're not there yet, but oh my god, he had the fucking audacity. To ask for a raise. Actually, yes, we are there. Uh, we get a moment ask of you know, for a goddamn raise. Like we get a another scene of checkpoint. You know, still feeling responsible. It's like, uh, if I hadn't, you know, bungled the delivery, this wouldn't have happened. Very true. I mean, oh, it's God. true. I fucking punch you in the mouth. And it's like, yeah, Hardtop literally walks up at that point, like. Uh, can I get a raise? No, you yeah. moron. Yeah, he's like, I want a raise. Like, no. He didn't even ask. He's like, I want a raise. You're lucky you're not getting, like, transferred to another unit at this point. I will raise this uppercut knuckle into your fucking face. You stupid son of a bitch. You like, overzealous rookie. Right? No. No, you are not getting a pay raise. Just, just go to meet. Just go to the meters and like steal money from them. You're on meter duty. There's yeah, your shake raise. Shake the meters and just collect the quarters and go to Coinstar. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so it's like they're Fucking like, all right, well, top, dude. Like I want to, I want to like him, but he's an he's he's an he's a colossal dumbass. Right. Oh like, no. Ah. Like they told they're... you, they gave you a, a direct order not to do what you did, and you did it. Now you want to fucking raise? Like, there are hothead characters that are done a lot better than this guy. Um, I feel I'd like... Give Peter, I'd be, I would give Peter Venkman a raise. Oh, jeez. Not hardtop. Like, I feel like Ace McCloud from The Centurions is, like, a much <laughs> so better hothead right. character. Even though he's sexual harassment Dude. panda. Yeah, sexual harassment panda. He's still a better hothead character. He at least gets shit done. Right? Without fucking up. Hardtop has gotten zero Most accomplished, like, every time we see him. He's an overzealous rookie. Bruh. This dude needs to go back to meter duty. Bruh, this dude needs to go back to fucking police training. <laughs> The obstacle course, everything. He needs some milk. He needs some milk. <laughs> uh, what does he need? Whole milk, 2%. What does he need? Silk? 
<laughs> Lactate. Like, what the fuck does this guy need? Cashew milk. <laughs> I think I need some goat milk. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. Bruh. Like, we cannot under understate oh how... Oh, my God. How stupid this guy is. He's a fucking dumbass. He's like, a colossal dumbass. Like, they, they tell you the statistics, how to, uh, how to approach this tactically. He you is the out statistic. You're overzealous. You're like... You're the road cop that no one likes. You are the worst version of Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> the absolute worst. Oh, man. At least he got something done. You didn't. I mean... Oh, dude. I certainly wouldn't trust him in a, as kindergarten cop. Bruh, I wouldn't trust him in a hostage situation. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Bruh. And somehow, <laughs> this guy is I like... I wouldn't trust him on a crosswalk. Nothing. like, stupid, headstrong... And he's like one of the like least indistinguishable cops in that show. Outside of like Longarm. It's like Longarm like wears like an actual police uniform. Yep. He's the only one that actually wears an official uniform. Yeah, everyone else has like specialized I'm like, but what is Hartop suit anyway? If it, no one else bulletproof at least wears his detective outfit. Right? Just like trench coat and whatnot. But yeah, no. What exactly is Hardtop's costume? It it's like a dive suit with like. Yeah, that's uh. With like floaties mm. or something. I don't know what those <laughs> things. Floaties. I don't know, like that weird puffy part swim. by his shoulders. Don't tell anyone I can't swim. Oh uh, man. That is funny. So yeah, he asked for a raise. <laughs> That's funny. It's like no. I want a raise. It's like, well, now we also need another plan. It's like, all right, well, I have a plan. As I think, was it? Uh, wow, blanking on name. Checkpoint. He's Check, like, yeah, checkpoint. Yeah, he, I. He's like, I have a plan. He felt like super responsible for everything. So yeah. And in the actual 2020, where this show might be taking place, but in our world, we don't use asbestos anymore. Yeah, that was the that was the whole plan. The asbestos like trap. Yes. And so apparently, that's how the suit like controls the temperature. Because apparently, it's <laughs> also made of asbestos. That ended with Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Coming so, yeah. off the top, asbestos. Um, so yeah, I think we might be getting to where you might have some questions about the suit. Because we go to what we assume is Crusher's apartment. And he's roasting marshmallows. Off of his freaking leg. And somehow leg. He, he has the, con the suit controlled so that just the leg is on fire. And he has his helmet off. Right. And he's roasting marshmallows off of his freaking leg. So apparently there's controlled points of the suit. Yeah. To like, where we didn't know about. I mean... But not for nothing, Crusher's understanding of the suit shows a bit of his intelligence and his ad adaptation. Uh-huh. To where he could just confine the fire to one leg. So, but real talk, though. Honestly, that suit would be kind of badass to own. Cause if you could yes. just sit at home and just like, like sit Indian style on the floor and just like grill up your own lunch every day, bruh. Just like I would have, sit chick I would have chicken wings in my lap, just on fire, <laughs> on fucking fire. Chicken wings in my lap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> y'all want some wings? Hold up, let me sit Indian style real quick. Like, sir, are are you ro are you roasting kebabs on your crotch? You 
fucking right. You want some? <laughs> Chipotle. He's like, <laughs> he's like, that you no longer that... have, you no longer have have genitals. You just have kebabs. Right, kebabs. Sir, is that a kebab in your? <laughs> sir, is that a kebab in your pants? Nah, baby, yes. Kebabs. <laughs> oh man, these is kebabs, baby. You want some? Uh, so it doesn't take Crusher long to decide he wants to rob something else. So he goes to another bank. So, where does he get like this very immaculate looking bag? Also made out of asbestos. Like, this bag looked legit. Oh, man. So, yeah, no. So, he's robbing a bank, and uh, so the cops team, they're like, oh, we have uh, another break. It's crime fighting time. You gotta love that theme song, dude. (laughs) And yes, they have the asbestos trap with them. Oh my god. This is what got me, though. So yeah, so... uh, Crusher's just kind of like talking some smack talk about how he's the greatest criminal of all time, yada yada yada. Like every other villain. So, Hardtop. No, not Hardtop. Longarm. He's like fanning himself. And Bulletproof's like, are you okay? Oh, this is the one I was talking about. He's like, oh man, it's not the heat. It's the humility. You know, I could arrest you for that joke. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) That was the best line in this entire goddamn show. Dude, I lost it. He just kind of turned his head. He's like, you know, I could arrest you for that joke. And I was like, you know what? I love Bulletproof so much. (laughs) I really love this guy. Bruh. Bulletproof was like straight talking. He was like straight talking from his jerry curl there. He was so smooth with it, though. (laughs) Oh, my God. That line was like powered by the jerry curl. For real, you saw the shit drip as he said that shit. Like, it had to make its presence known. You know, I could arrest you for that joke. And that shit was so fucking smooth. Dude, I lost it. (laughs) I, dude, I I woke my son up because I was laughing so hard. Oh, man. I was like, yo, I love 80s cartoons. (laughs) But no, dude, that that exchange was like the highlight that of the episode. Was the best, that was the absolute best. Oh man! So yeah, so they dropped the trap on a uh, rock crusher. There's one little problem with this trap. There's yeah. not a bottom to it. Mm-mm. And for him to figure that out, for being the colossal dumbass he is. Yeah, he literally just says, he just wow. drops straight through the ground, straight through the streets. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, bye. He didn't say any of that, but I'm sure that was his thought process. Yeah, no, Bulletproof's like, all right, Crusher, you ready to surrender? <laughs> right. He's like knocking knock, on the knock, thing. He's like, um, hello? Hello. Crusher, hello. hello. Uh, guys, lift lift this up, please. Right, right through the ground. He's like, um, yeah. He's like, um, he might be gone. My Jerry curl sense is not going off. <laughs> right. You see this thing in the middle of my head? It stands still. Uh, so once again, we get our running theme of checkpoint. Um, it still smells like Murray's hair cream. Really feel like he blew it. <laughs> Oh, dude, the guilt was real. Dude. Oh, my God, the guilt. It's like, yeah, no. We need a new plan. I was like, all right, let's figure out how to turn the suit's power against itself. Uh, So here we get this 
insanely elaborate plan. So basically, they set up like this whole jewelry expo in the sky. Yeah, with this um, elaborate, somewhat oblivious, but not so much, lady. Uh huh. That loves her jewelry. Yes, and the woman with her, I don't know if it's like a daughter or a business associate or something. I think she was almost adopted. Like, <laughs> like she, it right? was just, it was very out of place. It's like, uh, do you really need more jewelry? And this lady's like, oh, oh you darling. can never have enough. Never have much jewelry. Mm. Why does this jewelry all look familiar? Are you sure you haven't bought this before? Shut your face, child. <laughs> so, yeah. I wish they would have did that. Like seriously. Yeah, no. Rock Crusher goes and up in, my. and this whole oh, fuck yourself, darling. Like, and there's definitely like this weird air tram thing that like disembarks once a uh, Rock Crusher is on it. So he's like, "All right, time for me to start stealing." Yeah, he takes any and every opportunity to steal. And the, bro, the cops are just like, surprise, bitch, it's a trap. Oh, no. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to turn the suit on. And he starts falling through the floors. Basically, it's like, dude, we're in a blimp. And Bulletproof's like, falling, help me, please. Yeah. Yeah, we're 20,000 feet off the ground. So if you start falling, this that's is gonna your be ass, a, This is going to be a long drop. <laughs> right? And yeah, he actually gets stuck. And he's but just like, my no, thing is, please don't burn anymore. Yeah, Bulletproof reached in and turned it off. Uh-huh. I thought that he could only turn it off. So, bulletproof. How strong are you? Maybe he's got himself an asbestos glove on. It had to be really clear. <laughs> With that big, beautiful black ass hand, <laughs> it had to be very, a very transparent glove. <laughs> Listen, it's the power of the Jerry Curl. Ooh. COVID ain't got shit on Bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, I'll just reach in to switch you off. Mm -hmm. But damn, that was... I, I, I have to admit, that was a good episode. It was, it was very fun. Yeah. It's very entertaining. So yeah, I mean, at that oh, point... Oh, the one-liners, though, they killed me. I know. Yeah, oh, so at that point... That's uh... going to be hot. It's going to be burning hot and... Uh, uh... It sounded like a Trump speech. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, after that, uh, Crusher is uh, put in jail. The suit's recovered and turned over to the military. And the case is closed. Case closed. That's the best part of the entire episode. <laughs> like, once they accomplish everything, case closed. It's so satisfying. Yes. It's like, well... This this whole mystery could have been solved in a third of the time had you know had the uh, infer sort of like that scene from uh, Tremors two <laughs> where Bert's like I believe I have been denied vital important need to know information. He is the best character in that entire friggin' episode. He's better than Kevin Bacon. I'm sorry. He was the he was the highlight of that freaking that franchise. It's like no check Braboids, baby. You could have told them Braboids. You could have given them like some information about the suit. Like if they known what to expect from the suit, maybe they could have stopped Rock Crusher like, you know, when he, when he'd barely left the van. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we wouldn't have an episode at that point, but still. It would be as entertaining, but it would be somewhat satisfying. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, they caught that before it happened. 
That's actually pretty cool. But right. the entertain entertainment factor wouldn't be as much, I guess. Such is the formula of is eighties cartoons. <laughs> Indeed. So... <laughs> oh, buddy, man, no, but no, I definitely enjoyed this episode. It was actually really entertaining. I I, I enjoyed it very much. Yes. But, you know, highlight of the episode, absolutely that, oh, that exchange. <laughs> that you know, I could have arrested you for that joke. You know, I could arrest you for that joke. Oh, man. I laughed. A very healthy laugh when I heard that shit. Oh, I did too, man. I was like, what? Oh, I lost it. I was like, that was funny. Like, he just, like, peered... He just, like, tilted his head and looked at him. You know I could arrest you for that joke. Bruh. I was like, bruh. Now my stomach hurts. Like... But I'm happy. Like, I am legit, like, surprised that Jerry Curl just didn't gain sentience and just, and just reached like, out and slapped like, tw- him. Like, twitch a little bit, like, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> nah, no, like, that thing would have just reached out and just straight slapped him. Like a bullwhip. <laughs> and then it talks. Don't you be disrespecting me. Mother. Motherfucker. <laughs> that was some good shit, though. I have to admit. Oh, yeah, no. That was a nice look at a, a villain that we haven't really seen much out of yet. But, Ooh, boy. Bruh. Hardtop, man, he's an idiot. He's just overzealous. He's like that rookie cop that just jumps into action without thinking. And I think that's been like every time we've seen him so far. He's just Pretty getting himself much. in trouble because he's stupid and yeah. hot-headed. I got this! I got this! Oh, God, help me! It's like, it's like and I'm... then Bulletproof's in the like... <sighs> oh... Like I said, man, how much paperwork does Bulletproof have to fill out for this guy? Seriously. And you wonder why he's so strong. <laughs> Carpal tunnel. Carpal tunnel. It's no <laughs> laughing matter. I will punch you with these lifeless hands. It's like, my hands are useless. We we now have do we now have the technology? So <laughs> my Jerry right. curl is gonna Slap you now. He's got nano machines in his freaking forearms. <laughs> he is Holy the ma- shit. He is the machine. I am, I am the machine. I am I- the machine. Oh, bro, that bit. Oh, that bit kills me. Oh, with the. uh Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Bert Kreishner. He is so fucking funny. Like, so I hear they call you the machine. <laughs> I'm the machine. Oh my god! And my, somehow, uh, does the story just get? Honestly, that that Burt Kreishner the machine story. Look it up; it's a hilarious bit. But it just—I swear that is like the '80s cartoon of like comedy bits. Dude, if they make a movie out of that, I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> if they Dude. actually make a movie out of that, out of that whole ordeal. I will go fucking watch it. Oh my god, but no, that story just keeps getting more and more batshit insane. I hear they call you the machine. <laughs> it's like, seriously. You are you are the machine. We we take care of you. Oh, we take care of you. you oh, oh, duh, you're good. Yeah, like, duh. I'm about, I'm about to rob my class on this train. <laughs> Like, dude, they're just some comedians that just really do it. Like, they, it's just gold. I don't understand this bit. And this, like, he's he's like a comedian and he's got, like, a dad bod and he's shirtless right. while he's telling this story. He's shirtless doing the whole thing. I hear they call you the machine. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Yes. But this, good this God, takes, did it work, man. This dude takes like four years of co- of Russian in college 
because the teacher literally needs him to be in the class so they don't drop the class. <laughs> and this leads into this whole adventure. And literally the only words he can say in Russian are, I am the machine. <laughs> That's it. Oh my God. People, if you have not seen this or heard of this, please look it up. Bro, this, this comedy gold. bit is literally the 80s cartoon of comedy bits. Jeez. Because it just gets more insane the further you go. And next thing you're like, I've just spent 22 minutes watching batshit insanity. I hate the hoodie machine. 80s so cartoon. You're going you're gonna to say that to yourself. I am Countless times throughout the entire week after you watch it. Oh, dude. Oh, God, it's fucking fantastic. Man, we got completely derailed there. Yeah. Just like a good 80s cartoon does. Like the train to Busan. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> They're coming out with a part two. Oh, man. I, oh, man. Man, them warrants are just piling up, aren't they? Yes, they are. And I am paying for them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. So before we get any more uh, just absolutely derailed at this point, I think that's a good point to call it. Um, so I'll do it for this week's episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Of course, check us out at geekworldorder.com. Check us out on social media. Like and subscribe on all the major podcast provider outlets. And uh, uh, we'll see you next time, guys. I got warrants, bitch. Tune in. Cops, roll call, highway, mainframe, long arm, Bowser and Blitz, sundown, hardtop, mirage, bullseye, mace, barricade, and they call me Bulletproof. These are Empire City's most wanted crooks. Berserko. Rock Crusher. Misdemeanor. Turbo Two-Tone. Dr. Bad Vibes. Nightshade. Use caution in apprehending. <laughs>